Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. If we live long enough, sooner or later, tragedy is going to strike. Bad things happen to good people, bad people, and even average people. Bad things just happen if we're human. It's part of living. I'm sure in the course of history, there's been someone out there that was born happy, lived a happy life, everything went perfectly for them, and they died in the happy arms of people that they loved. But that's not most of us. Most of us are going to have tragedy. Our parents are going to die. We're going to get sick. People that we love are going to leave us. We're going to lose jobs. There are so many ways that tragedy strikes, that suffering occurs throughout life. Which is why I think the Buddha said so wisely, Life is suffering. Suffering is just part of life. So what can we do? Can we just grin and bear it? Or is there any hope? Is there any hope to this ceaseless onslaught of suffering? Yes, there is hope. And the good thing is, the hope lies within each and every one of us. We have within our own means the ability to get through suffering well, to live beautiful lives. Or we can get stuck in our suffering and stay there for years, decades often. It's a response that we make. It's one of two. Let's explore these two responses and learn how to make the good one. First, the bad one. When I was in high school, I fell in love with my high school sweetheart, and I was absolutely convinced I was going to spend the rest of my life with her. There was no one else I wanted, and I wanted to spend my life with her. But life didn't turn out that way. We broke up, we got back together, we broke up again, and finally we ended it for good. It took a while, but it finally did end. And thankfully, I did find the love of my life, who I'm married to right now. But I clearly remember so long ago that each time we broke up, yes, of course it was normal and even healthy to be sad and upset. But what I did is I created this awful story that just kept it going and going and going. And I added so much to my own suffering because I thought things like, I'll never be happy. She's the only person in the world that can make me happy. I have to be married to her. I have to spend my life with her. My life will be over if I don't spend it with her. Yes, it's kind of like a Shakespearean, Romeo and Juliet novel. It can often feel that way when we're kids. But the point here is, my breakup with my girlfriend was far, far worse than it needed to be because of the stories I was creating in my own head. The stories of woe, tragedy, and that things would never get better. I was making the breakup far worse than it needed to be. Of course, I needed to grieve and get over the relationship, which of course I did, but it took so much longer because of the stories I was creating in my head. Yes, suffering happens to all of us. It's going to hit us. But if we create stories like I did, the suffering is going to last so much longer. And we can make something that sometimes is even minor into a huge, awful event. I see that so often with people that I work with. I remember one lady, she and her sister were fighting over a piece of jewelry that had been left behind after her father died. And if I hadn't intervened and helped the two of them come up with a workable solution, I'm very sure they never would have spoke to each other again. And each of them would have been very unhappy 
for years, years to come. We create stories that often make what's happening ten times, a hundred times, an infinite number of times worse. And we don't have to do that. We can feel our feelings, and this is part two now. We can feel our feelings, and then move on. Of course, it's healthy to feel our feelings. Look at children; they get upset, they cry, and then they're done with it. They move on and move forward. But if we stay stuck by creating stories in our head, then we can stay there a very long time, or at the least, we're going to suffer more than we need to. We're already suffering enough in life by events that happen. It's our mental commentary about what's happening that's going to make it worse. So if we shut that down, if we quiet our mind, as I've talked about in other podcasts, if we learn to just witness our thoughts and get back into the here and now, what happens is life goes well, and tragedies when they hit, we get over them quite quickly. I remember when my mother died about eight or nine years ago. I was very close to my mother throughout my life, and she was an instrumental part of who I am today. But when she died, I remember one time I just spontaneously burst out with a gush of tears and sadness, and it felt so good. It just felt wonderful. And then after that, there's been some times, but mostly when I think of my mother, I just think of her very fondly. I miss her, but mostly I just think of her fondly because she really was a beautiful lady. I'm not that old. So to lose my mother at a young age was rather surprising. She barely got to know my own children, so there have been a lot of things that I could create stories about, of course. But I don't. I realize that she's gone. There's nothing I can do about that. I've grieved the loss of missing her, and I live my life now. I, of course, think about her at times, but it's usually with a smile on my face, thinking about memories or how much she might have enjoyed seeing some of the things that I'm doing. Or my kids are doing. It's a very pleasant experience now. So the message here is really important, and if we get it, we really get it at a heart level. Then our lives are going to go awfully well, because even when tragedy hits, it won't hit that hard, and it won't stay that long. Most of our suffering is in our head by the stories that we create about what's happening, not what's happening, about what's happening. We create stories. We love to create suffering stories, so then we stay stuck. But we don't have to. Keep listening to this podcast. Listen to the other things I create. I think you'll find my meditation articles and podcasts really helpful too, because it really teaches us to quiet our minds and be present. But overall, just remember that when we're suffering, when we go through hard times, most of the suffering we experience. Is going to be created in our own heads. If we don't create those stories, no matter how tragic or awful things are, our lives can still ultimately go very well. We'll continue to explore how to be happy in this podcast. If you'd like to learn more about happiness, please go to www.happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. Until next time, accept what is, love what is.
is workplace negativity holding your company back? Many teams are seriously handicapped when employees feel negativity about their jobs and lives. Productivity drops, costs rise, customers get cranky, and your job as owner or manager gets a lot more difficult. If you've been trying your hardest to improve productivity, sales, and profit, but it just isn't happening or it's going slower than you want, workplace negativity could be the culprit. It turns out a happy team gets things done. Work gets completed, done right, and ahead of schedule. Creativity goes way up, and you spend much less time putting out fires. Finally, your team shares your vision and works their hardest to make it reality. Dr. Puff's corporate workshops go deep to help your staff find the key things that are making them unhappy. We will help them learn how to be happier, love their jobs, and get work done better than ever. To learn more, visit www.successbeyondyourimagination.com where you can schedule results-oriented training for your company.